remember when T.I. and Killer Mike were telling us Atlanta is Wakanda and it's the magical place where niggas don't get in trouble and everybody is free? Looks like yeah. that shit is over now. Yeah, it looks like it, the Georgia government doesn't want um, Atlanta to be the um, capital of hip hop anymore. Yeah, Chopper Suit Convos, we back. And this time we have to start on a somber note, you know, YSL, the record label ran by Young Thug, has been caught up in a RICO charge. Uh, they've been watching them since 2012. And that's the crazy thing about RICOs, man. They'll let you ball for a decade, boy, before they step in. That's crazy, man. Fresh as hell when the feds, if the feds watching. Well, they didn't look that fresh because they were at their house, you know what I mean? The young thug got arrested in a, dang, I know that's not the proper term anymore, the- Wife beater. Yeah, what is the proper term? Singer? Tank, tank top. Yeah, tank top, I don't yeah. Undershirt. Yeah, A shirt, I think. Sweat catcher. Yeah, you know, one of those. So, I mean, it sucks. And it's um something we've kind of seen already in rap with the uh, distinct team, you know. They try to put the Rico on them too. Well, I don't know if they officially put the Rico on them, but they were trying to uh characterize them. The state of California was trying to say that they were a gang, even though they were a rap crew. They tried to pin murders on them, different crimes. They even tried to potentially give Draco the death penalty, but they beat that. But with this situation, it looks like the state of Georgia is trying to make an example out of them because they talked about how crime has been going up in the state. And, you know, especially it's Fulton County and the Atlanta area and gang culture is heavy down there and they're trying to shut it down. And you ever saw Trap Lord Ross? No. Well, he's like a Europe, a white European that talks about beef and makes documentaries about them. And some people wait a minute, is he from like Australia? I don't know. I think you showed me him before. He does nah, that was another guy that went missing. Nobody knows what happened to him. Oh wow. This guy, he makes documentaries about, you know, the street culture and rap, the gang culture and that permeates through the music and he had one I watched it yesterday because normally I avoided them but then I was like well they got a Rico charge because he made one months ago about YSL versus YFN and man you know that thing is crazy and you know the allegations if you don't know Young Thug and Lucci have had beef for years some speculate it's because Lucci's uh Ex-girlfriend. No, it's not even that. It's because Lucci's big homie, Big Nut, was killed supposedly by YSL. Hmm. And hey. What? Relax, buddy. What? Isn't it's true? That is, like I said, Trap Lord Ross. I'm not breaking no new news. This this white man had all this information months <laughs> ago. Okay. I'm not breaking no news. So. And one of my homies, he has always told me about their beef. It's not about that girl. It's over this situation because in the 
documents of the YSL Rico case, they say that uh, I guess Young Thug rented out a car in his name and his homies went to kill Big Nut in that car. So that mm. is, yeah, so it's literally over that. And it's unfortunate, I guess a year or so ago, someone went to Big Nut's burial and sprayed slat on his name. Oh, man. Is so, it yeah. that serious? Damn, is it that deep? Yeah, so all right. So who are the slat boys? Who are the slimes? <laughs> YSL, sorry. This is Gunna. how they can put things together. Gunner's not a slime. Hey, he wore a YSL chain, and he's on the label, and that's why they're using their lyrics against them to show, all right, Young Thug, even they have um, some of his lyrics, I think, from Stoner. They have a lot of lyrics because that's what they're using to say, all right, these guys say they're a record label, but we know hip-hop, these guys rap about their lives. So they're telling us their gang culture and the music. They're telling us the lingo. They even all have to get matching tattoos. The police knows what wipe a nigga knows means. They know slap. They know, oh, these guys are all wearing red bandanas or some of them are, are known blood gang members. We, we see they're throwing gang signs up. We know what those gang signs are. Even the DA talked about, oh man, social media has been very helpful. We've been watching these niggas and they just been gang banging for years and we just got it all now. All I can think about is future song DA lady. Oh yeah, I wanna fuck the DA lady in her mouth though. Yeah, but then the next bar he shouts out Alpo, a legendary snitch. You know, hey, <laughs> for some reason, people I don't know why they liked Alpo. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, I'm not a gangster, so I don't know their their uh logic behind liking informants and not liking certain informants. It's not for me to understand, you know, supposedly there's no rules to the streets, so it's whatever. Yeah, I mean, hey, snitches are cool, I guess, if you're in the streets, I don't know, hmm. but. Based on what you've seen, I know I didn't read all of the 88-page affidavit. I'm sure you didn't either. You're a busy brother. <laughs> but how do you feel about the situation of courts using lyrics against artists? Um, I think that um, I think if the artist is being very descriptive, and then you know it is what it is, like you allowed that to happen um if they have like a real lead um it to me it just seems like it makes sense that if you're being descriptive in a song they're going to use it i think it's whack of course but a lot of these i mean you know i'm just gonna keep it real a lot of rappers don't frame this shit as entertainment they frame it as it's real life so it's gonna be some good that comes with that it's gonna be some bad that comes with that so of course it sucks and it seems unfair, but when you in the streets and you doing street shit and you rapping about it, the fuck you think the uh, federale is gonna do? You know what I'm saying? So like, and our music, you know, a lot of it has to do with killing and shit like that too. So like, that's weird. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just being, um, you know, fun police and not like, you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm being a tough critic on ourselves because. I just feel like we need that, but that's how I feel about it. I just think, you know, you frame it as if it's real life and um, you're doing things and it kind of matches up to it. That's on you. 
the cops are gonna do what they're gonna do all the time. They're always gonna try to bring us down. So that doesn't that doesn't surprise me that they're gonna do that. Yeah, but the thing is, music we know is a form of entertainment, but because of the content, you can't say that it's solely entertainment when, like you said, if you're gonna say these certain things in your music and then this lines up with a case we're investigating, hey, then sorry, YNW Melly, you can't tell me there's a murder on your mind and then we find out you might've actually murdered somebody. You can't I, do that. I agree, that's silly. And it just sucks that like, you know, on black radio, that people from ages seven to 50 listen to, you're going to have to hear about murder and shit a lot. Like, it's just weird that that's a part of our culture and in our music right now. Like, I'm just being honest, you know what I mean? Like, it's just weird that a majority of our music, you know, on our, our radio stations, you know, of course it's R&B and shit too, but a lot of our rap music is about murder. But of course you can get into history and the reason why that is and, you know, I mean, we, you know, come from the bottom. So, you know, a lot of our shit comes from the streets. So that's, you know, the reason why. But, you know, it is. Shout out to my neighbor's son. He's a positive young man. He's about, I think he's in eighth grade. So he's what, 13, 14. I was talking to him a little bit yesterday about, you know, music school, because I like to ask the kids, hey, what, what, do, what do you know about hip hop youngster? What do y'all listen to? He told me he does not like a lot of rap because of the negative content. He doesn't like op rap. He thinks Future is a bad individual because <laughs> of his. I was like, wow, this is a positive young man. But then I kind of looked at him like, man, this brother's kind of soft. Is this what's going <laughs> on with these Gen Z homies? Oh my God. They were Why do you think he's soft? Because he doesn't want to hear about murder and. Because he, yeah, because he, because. But that's the thing, he because he doesn't look at gangster rap as a form of entertainment. He looks at gangster rap as young men throwing their lives away for the sake of quote unquote culture, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, after, you know, because one young man who has always been a positive role model in his music, he's breaking it down too. But I thought the young homie was a little soft, but then I realized, nah, he's right. I just grew up in a bad era of thinking negativity was positive. Like, sure, my favorite rapper or my favorite artist is Future, but do I want to live my life like Future? No. Do I? I mean, minus the baby mama's part. I mean, you know. Yeah, but yeah, don't sound too bad. I don't want. I don't. Yeah, I don't want baby mamas, and I don't want to be a rich junkie. Nobody wants to be a drug addict and succumb to their vices all the time. You won't have a long life. Yeah, you won't. But remember, though, like like I like I've said in previous episodes, I still enjoy street rap, but I look at it. I know it's entertainment. You know what I mean? Because it's like, but that's the movies. Point. Movies. Is it, is it really entertainment if we know this is real? Yeah, that's the problem. That's the thing. It's not really just entertainment. Entertainment yeah. is like us going to the movies. And we see the Godfather and we're like, hey, that's dope. That's entertainment. This I mean, it was real though. It, that huh? was real. That was real at one yeah, point. Yeah, but that's the difference. It's a based on a true story. It's not a real 
like Robert De Niro isn't really a mob boss. Yeah, right, right. Young right. Thug and Future are telling us we're really run mob bosses. We really run gangs. We really do this. Even Future, he talks about he gets off a plane and he's throwing up gang signs. Hey, you better watch out, boy. They watching y'all down there. That's just it's just weird though how they're targeting rappers though. Like that to me just is it weird if most of these rappers are gang members and they tell us they're gang members in their music and they tell us our friend just did this, our friend just spin the block. We just did yeah, that. Yeah, it's weird because it's laziness on the federal feds um part because y'all should go get the guys that are really in the field, not the niggas doing entertainment. Just like like uh there's a cop in, front, in LA that was a cop in the early 90s, late 80s, Reggie Wright. Wright. He said that Easy E and DJ Quick, they wasn't really in the field like that. They were artists, they were musicians. They hung around people in the field. So, you know, it's just lazy. Like you're just gonna get somebody who's doing art about it and not the real people. So you're still not gonna fix the issue. But that's the thing. They feel like they are because these artists are funding a lot of this gang activity. True. Death Row Records, yeah, they were gangster rappers and funding gang activity. The same thing. That's what their point is. YSL, you guys can dress it up. That's what the DA is saying. You niggas can dress it up and repackage it like it's a legit business and a record label, but you niggas are gang members. And yeah, you guys started, you talk about A. You, like, because even they mentioned, like, I think they even showed a young thug lyric to show the formation of YSL House originally the Rock Boys, you know, raised on Cleveland. Then it became another set, and then they became YSL when Young Thug and Toya's homies started that set. So they're looking at it like, all right, we're seeing the progression of the gang, and now this formation of the gang is powerful because they have a rapper who's making millions of dollars funding the gang. So. How do you think it's looking for uh thug? Do you think this is you think this is looking good or you just need more time to see what they say? You think he can get out of this? Uh, one? Well, because it's only the state of Georgia, because you know, if it was if the federal government was involved, because the government they only want to involve themselves in Rico's when they know this is open and shut. So maybe that has a little hope, but I don't know because. I think it's over 56 counts. They just added seven more counts. And you know how the game is. The more counts they add, they know not everything is going to stick. But something's going to stick. You're going to sit down. He was just Ooh. denied bail. so Yeah, I was about to say that. That lets you know they're not playing with him. He's really, like, even in another situation, Casanova, he was in this situation, too, of his gang and the recon. They saying you funding the gang. He just pled guilty and he might do what? I think it ranges anywhere from five to 60 years. Casanova pled guilty? Yeah. Damn. So he was supposedly funding some criminal activity as well? Yeah, because it's a Rico. You think you can, that's how they set it up that just by affiliation, it's a conspiracy because even with uh, Ghana, the only case they have on him is that you have a YSL chain, so you are in the gang. <laughs> yeah, that was unfair. You see his mugshot? <laughs> he looked pissed. And they said, you talk about how we have 100 or 10, 100 round choppers. Oh, 
we found a hundred round choppers over here. So hey, you must know. So did they find a hundred round choppers? Maybe. They're allowed, aren't they allowed to have that in Georgia? Yeah. Not if they say it's connected to a gang. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, they're being unfair to Gunner. Like, what the fuck did he do? All he was doing was shopping. Yeah, but he was he signed to the record label and that's a real yeah, the record label what is that yeah but that's the thing they're looking out of blood yeah but that's the thing they have that's the that's the problem <laughs> young thug also has lyrics where he says i'm cool with a few c's like duke like this guy like this guy <laughs> so hey we know not everybody in ysl's of blood you guys have some crips they even use i think some of his lyrics uh, he has a song it's like him bloody jay who's like another hot blood from down there in nipsey to show hey these guys are cool with different gang members they're not just blessed and his crew there's a lot of people that are in there so that's the problem it's like because young thug has been saying these things in his lyrics and like i said they've been watching these brothers literally for 10 years from 2012 to now and they finally said, all right, we got enough. Right when Gunna had the biggest first week of his career, he was elevating to another level of stardom. Young Thug recently teased about new music, but they're like, yep, pull the plug. And there's a lot of other rappers that are caught up in it. Shout out Slime Life Shoddy. I liked his music. He was pretty good. Uh, Thug's brother on Funk, he got caught up in it. Interesting, Keaton uh, got it, didn't get caught up. Not that I'm saying that I want him to get caught up, but Keaton's to, assigned to the label, so I thought, hey, maybe they might try to bother him too, but bless up to him. Looks like he wasn't around in any of the situations, or maybe they just couldn't understand his lyrics to break it down. <laughs> Dang, man, that's crazy. They really did that to Gunna, man. He raps about shopping. No, he doesn't. See, that's the problem. Because we don't look, not even, I'm not going to speak for you, but I know we've had conversations in the past about, hey, is Young Thug and Gunna, are they quote unquote trap rappers? Are they gangster rappers? Maybe not in the traditional sense, but they say stuff enough that the police can use it against them. Well, they need to actually have. I know you just mentioned the one about. Um, I think you said his name was Big Nut. Yeah. Um, they need to have actual crimes that stick. You can't just throw people in jail because of their lyrics. Of course not. But that's going to be the case of that. Now we're going to try to use these songs to show these crimes that happen. So they're, I'm sure they have that type of evidence because, you know, we, hey, we know this is all a system. It's all a game. The police are trying to use it, this to bring profiles to themselves because, hey, all these brothers, it's elections on them too. They got to win to keep their jobs. So a part of that is to say, hey, look what we're doing in the area we're trying to clean up on crime like hooded rich pablo Juan, he got caught up in a rico i think 
a year or two ago. He's been. I thought Rico's were for like big shit. It seemed like they just recoing anything. Nah, Rico's was a way. I think it was created originally in 1970. Yeah, it was just a way to group up criminal activity. Because they could never catch him actually doing the crimes. So they would say, we have enough reason to think it. And if we can prove the conspiracy that you're doing it, even though we actually like um Big Meech, he never got caught with any drugs ever. Like he they actually never caught him doing a crime, but they had enough uh suggestions that he Yeah, did. enough people snitched and said he's the boss. Yeah. <laughs> Just like I'm sure you think the police got no help from this case. Of course they did. There's a lot of people telling, and that's going to be the game because, hey, how many people are willing to risk their freedom for someone else? Did Fam Goon get caught in a Rico? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Mm. That's what I'm saying. They trying to, because that's how they can get it. All right, these guys are running criminal organizations. They're funding it through their music. What's his name again? Who? Fam Goon. Yeah, that's Rallo. Rallo, yeah. Yeah, so that's how they're trying to do it now. It's like, all right, we know you guys got this record label. That's how you're funding all this. You guys are making legit money, but putting it into the streets, and that's when it becomes dirty. Like, you know, even Young Thug and Gunna, they had the joint where they freed 20 people, I think, last year uh, due to, you know, nonviolent crimes if they couldn't get bailed. They were helping people get out. Mm-hmm. You think the police and the criminal system in, in Fulton County and Georgia likes that? No. They make money off people sitting in jail that can't pay their bill. You're using your street money to free Black people? Oh, hell no. Yeah, and then they said, uh, I guess his manager or something bought Young Thug 100 acres. Oh, yeah. Georgia, oh, yeah. Slime City. Oh, you, you want to build a city? Damn, if you would have never probably did those two things, they might have just kept watching him and he could have got away or something. Nah, man. At the end of the day, they were going to cash in. Who knows how long? Maybe that made them rush it. But that's the thing, too. It's like in 2012, they weren't guaranteed that Young Thug was going to become a star. That's why I think they realized, hey, let's just watch him. Let's see how big this shit gets. Mm, 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 mm. because in 2012 young thug was just i think he was on i came from nothing too like his second literal mixtape they didn't know he was going to become a superstar they didn't know even like big nut he got killed i believe in 2015 they could have shut down this rico before he even put out an album but they let it grow they let it grow and it's unfortunate. I hope justice is serving. They get their freedom, but it's un- it doesn't look like it's going to be easy, man. And it's not like uh, Young Thug and Gun, as successful as they are, it's not like they were getting like superstar money like uh, Kendrick or Drake or J. Cole. They weren't getting those type of bags. Mm-mm-mm. So, hey, I don't know what type of lawyer... You could get, I mean, Young Thug's lawyer said he's going to fight until every drop of blood is gone. All right, brother. Yeah, I hate to see uh, young Black successful people 
um, seemingly throw that throw it away. It sucks. Yeah, but hey, they products of the environment. I'm sure if they grew up in nice environments where they didn't have to be in gangs, they wouldn't have. But it is what it is. Well, speaking of another young man who comes from a gang ridden environment, how do you feel about Mr. Morell and Mr. Big Stepper's new song? It's a good song. I like the sample, of course, even though Marvin Gaye wrote it about an underage girl, allegedly. Hey, that oh, album's man. <laughs> bounce, 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 bounce. Yeah, he bounce, ended up marrying bounce, her, though. Bounce, she was bounce. 17. She was now, 17. It's like murder, she rolled. Hey, man. She was 17, man. Let Marvin live, man. It's the remix to Ignition. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but hey, the part the hard part five it's a good song uh it's you know homework rap am i gonna listen to this more than uh watching a music video now nah, but it's a good song with a great message and i like how kendrick talks about hey you guys talk about culture so much but this culture whose culture is it is gang banging yeah that is what people's would say this culture but what is the culture doing to your environment yeah yeah i mean i gotta listen to it again you know i don't know it's one of those things i probably have to listen to like by the 10th time it'll probably hit me it was it was cool i mean i don't know you know i gotta listen to it again he said a lot of stuff but everybody it seems to be you know all his fans are very amazed and you know I'll admit that, you know, sometimes it takes me to listen to Kendrick a few times and, and just anybody in general. Like, I just feel like you can't appreciate that in one listen. So why not? Maybe some people can, but not me. I'll tell you the truth. I've only watched a music video once. Me too. But I got the message and it was great because that's a term that Black people like to say loosely, I always joke with you, like, what, what is basketball culture? What's this culture? What's that? Culture is a term, a phrase that's used too much. And I like how Kendrick uses it to break down how, yeah, what is that culture? You think that's really a part of our community? And why is it only a part of our culture? Violence. So he says that? Basically. And then mm. his second verse is he's saying, I do this for my culture. He's letting you know, all right, so the culture that I look at it, this is what I'm doing it for, to try to inspire people to do better with their life, to not only resort to violence, to end each other. And then the third verse- Or binge drinking and ha having a lot of unprotected sex with women. Yeah, it's like he's a positive player. Because that's what, that's what uh, the guy in Canada raps about. Who? the boy basically i'm not trying to snitch on nobody but basically i'm just making it making it not just about violence and shit either like a lot of rap is even if it's not about violence it could be considered toxic yeah it's true but nobody cares about um you know being a gigolo ain't nothing wrong with that for real in society i don't think uh, yeah i think some people are trying to look down at that and say hey man grow up and get married but hey, some people want to be players for life. There's nothing wrong with that. Live your life. But like Jerry Jones. 
well he's married but he's he just he's a white man he can do what he wants mm, true but but um yeah the kendrick song is great well i'm not gonna see see how you geek uh, it's not yeah see yeah there you go see how I, I felt like i had to cap it's good am i gonna listen to it again probably not unless it's on the album but hey man Shout out to Kendrick Foley, always trying to be positive and teach us something. That's why it takes him four or five years to write songs. He's really trying to give us good messages that you need to hear it 50 times before you get it. Now, Nas little kids, 50 on that killer shit. Hey, man, shout out 50 Cent. Kendrick like, loves the kids. Yeah, did you see the album cover? Uh, he's hold, They're holding babies like in a hotel, it looks like yeah so what's so cool about the album cover is something special about that too because you know his fans make everything special yeah i don't know some people are assuming maybe that's his wife and their two children because you know kendrick doesn't let you see his family life so some people are assuming that that's his family it looks like his wife and he's basically saying that i'm quite quit i quit after this yeah why did you see his pants mm-hmm. he's old school he had on chopper suit pants yeah like i said he's old school but it looked like he had a strap in it yeah it's in the back so i thought he doesn't like violence i think he's trying to show us that this is the environment maybe he had to come from to make it out because you see he has the the uh the fucking the thorned crown said like Mm -hmm. jc and he's maybe saying that hey we're all angels we're all gods but we come from fucked up environments where we gotta sit in a hotel and have like a furnace in it yeah and we have to use guns to get what we want to take care of our family i don't know man we'll see i hope you like his dance moves what dance moves you can see his dance moves in the video how he was doing his little that bop he was doing oh i saw some some rap nerds say that he was trying to dance like a heartbeat oh i thought they meant like the five heartbeats nah that's kind of what it reminded me of like the temptations <laughs> but that's danny made it a heartbeat god damn this guy can be Anything he does, they make it into something else. That's I hope the it, type of rapper he is, though. I hope it's a heartbeat. That would be cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? No hate against this. It's like, dance like his heart. Wow. He's dancing like a heartbeat. So why do they, uh, what about the faces? What's up? Why do you put Jesse Smollett in there? I think because he had lyrics about someone trying to say, hey, man, I didn't try to embarrass the culture i was trying to show something i don't know man what about oj (laughs) well oj you know they were trying to say that on the single cover art that it was different fives so all those black guys have thrown up five or you know had their hands up like you know they're ready to get arrested in their lives like of course oj has the classic picture in court with the gloves on his hand acting like it didn't fit of course kobe threw up the five before when he won his last championship he won five in his career so you know there's some will smith said what a five fingers say to the face exactly slapped the man 
so I think that plays a part in it because this was the fifth vert, the fifth part in the heart series, you know. Where's the fourth part at? It came out before the damn album five years oh. ago. Oh, yeah. Damn, I don't know none of the hearts. Yeah, you're not supposed to. You're not a Kendrick fan. That's okay. True. But hey, his album comes out Friday. You hate me, don't you? You want to terminate something, terminate my culture. Whoa. I want to let you know that I'm a proud monkey. Oh, he did say that before, right? Yeah, I like that song. Which one was that? King Kunta? Or I yeah, Love I, Myself? I think, I don't know, Black or the Berry. The Sweet of the Juice. <laughs> yeah, what the Black or the Berry. The Sweet of the Juice. I actually like that song, though. Is that the one with Assassin on it? With who? And remember, he has some Jamaican homies saying something. Cosmic Black. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that, that's to... Assassin, man. That's that reminds me of the fucking Jamaican nigga that's on snapping and trapping. Who was that nigga in Dungeon Family? I don't, I don't think that nigga was in Dungeon Family. They just wanted a Jamaican nigga, man. And he was on gangster shit. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, what the fuck is happening? But um, yeah, the album you said it comes out this Friday, right? Yep. I can't wait. I know he's gonna have some like dope beats on here like i know he's gonna have some like um shit that's kind of like upbeat and very creative um you know cardo will be there who cardo got wings oh word yeah he does stuff with td i forgot um of course it sounds bad to tell an artist but i hope he has like another um i don't know what it's called man down type of track it's a man down type the one with mc8 picking up the picking up the fucking pump picking off you sucker sucker dick a dot you know that song man down oh so you want him to talk about gang violence so he can get put in a rico charge right no i just like the beat and how he had the flow on it oh okay i basically i want that kind of stuff like i feel like he's going to give us that because he doesn't just rap on these kind of marvin gay beats and i like when he raps on like upbeat shit he does his thing and i want that i'm top sure you'll get that top of the morning top of the morning <laughs> but what do you think about the success that he will get do you think it'll be like damn last his last album sold six hundred three thousand the first week do you think this album will do more than that or less first week Less. I think everybody's selling less. I think that type of stuff won't happen until like maybe next year or a few years after like the official kind of end of the pandemic. But I think it'll do less. I think, I think he's I think he'll still do big numbers, though. Big numbers for now for today's COVID time. Nah, I think it's going to do more. They said 200. Huh? I think what they say, they say he's going to do 200, right? For the nah, something like 250, 300. Eh, those projections are geek. Kendrick is going to do more than 600,000. Yes, he is. I don't want to bet. Yeah, sure. He hasn't put out an album in five years. What do you want to bet on? Huh? What do you want to bet? He's going to do more than 600,000. Saying, what do you want to, like, what are we betting? Your firstborn son's name. No, oh, no, sorry, buddy. sorry, buddy. What's wrong with that? Nah, I don't need uh 
I don't need a um George, African name. I don't need a white Georgia name. You don't want your son to have an African name? That name's not African. It is. <laughs> no, it's not. It is. My son is gonna have an African name, but it won't be Dan. Why not? And it's it's Dan. You know Don. That. Don. You know that. It's only Dan when I'm talking to fellow Americans. Yeah, like so it's Dan like Sudan, right? Yeah. The tribe of Dan. The tribe like of Dan. Like Dan so Dan Kwa, Ghanaian names. Okay, I respect it. Ain't nothing wrong with Dan. But the best Dan, we all know, is Lieutenant Dan. So I don't know about that. Yeah, that's no legs. Hey man, he still had holes. <laughs> he, he, still had, he, he still had holes on uh New Year's. No, he did. He was alone on a fish. He was alone. Forrest had to save this brother. Remember, he had they met some joints in the bar. Eh, that's not he right. kicked them out when they was making Forrest uncomfortable. See, that's not player. Yeah, it is. Get your ass out of here. I think he fell out the chair though and they laughed at him. Exactly. He's a geek. Your brother can't fuck with me. Hey man, leave Lieutenant Dan alone. But um yeah, I can't really see homie doing 600, but maybe 350. I'll give him 350. He's going to do more than 600 because he hasn't put out an album in five years. The demand is high for him. That's why the hard part five has 18 million views already in three days. People are thirsty for new Kendrick Lamar. And the reason why I know he's going to do more than 600 is because Future just did the best first week sales of his career at 222,000. He has right now, I think he's the second rapper to have the number one song and album in, the, in America at the same time. Of course, the first is Drake, his brother, but he also has, uh, yeah, Wait For You featuring Drake and Thames is number one song in America. Puffin' on Zooties, number four. 7, 12 p.m. The intro is number eight. And I'm That Nigga is number 12. I'm On One is number 11 featuring Drake. Love You Better is number 12. And then finally, Keep It Burning featuring Kanye, 15. I told you <laughs> those songs, hey. And all 16 made the top 100, which is cool. But because I saw how Future had the num the best first week sales of his career based off the longest drought, because his last album was May 2020. So it was almost two years since he put out an album. And then Drake gave him two features to boost it. That let me know, all right, if. Future just had the best first week sales of his career. And then Gunna just had the best first week sales of his career. Why not Kendrick when people haven't had his music in half a decade, a new Kendrick album? That lets me know it's about to go crazy. And if it's a double album, so it's going to be over 20 tracks, more songs to stream, it's definitely going to kill 600,000. Those are all really, really good points. I think it'll do 550 or maybe. So you think it's going to be seven? Yeah, it's going to do over six easy. I think it'll maybe be in the sixes after all the points you made. 
but not but not seven. It can get up there, especially if the critical acclaim of what Kendrick always delivers on of hey, you gotta listen to this album. Like one thing, for example, like Jack Harlow, he had higher sales projections, but I think because of the people dissing his album, the critics and fans, it's like now the sales projection is getting lower. So now it's like, he's gonna battle future. Future second week might be better than his first week. And you would have never thought that. Yeah, I heard people supposedly don't like his album. Yeah, I'm never gonna listen to it because you know, that's not my style of music. I know you said you were going to try to check out the singles as a DJ. Did you do that yet? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at you. No. Nah, even though I like the Tyler Hero song. Yeah. Like I've seen a couple young ladies that are Gen Zers. They say it's cool. But uh, the majority of the people that I respect their musical opinions, they're not having it. Dang. You think it's because he's white? I think, no, I don't think it's because he's white. I think it's because people actually liked his music. And then from what I've been seeing, they feel like this album was him trying to be like Drake too much. I don't know. It's like uh, I, I was listening to like, for example, on the Joe Budden podcast, they love Jack Harlow, but they said he was sounding like Drake too much. Remember, we made I made the joke about how he's the white Drake. They finally have white rappers. There have been a lot of successful ones, but they never had a white rapper that could make club bangers. That's why I called him the white Drake. And that's the thing, though, too. I don't think he has club bangers for real. Yeah, but I mean, that Tyler Hero song, I think they played it at white no, clubs. No, no, You don't think they played that at white clubs? Oh, no. They played G-Eazy at white clubs. They they played what's popping at white clubs, right? Yeah, because what's popping was a good song. I I never heard any of his songs really. What's popping? You yeah. could play that at a black party. I don't think I've ever heard it. But G Easy, he gets played in white clubs. <laughs> but um, yeah, Jack Harlow, he does. He's not really Drake for real. They think he's Drake because of like his little flows that he does like the little run-on flows that drake likes to do but he don't do no club shit like drake but the drake was that on... fast life song he has the glamorous life the johnny sample from fergie not a club song i feel like they're gonna play it at white clubs yeah white clubs is probably in the in the beginning of the night oh shit it's not a it's not a no clock banger nah not at all you're not playing that at the end of the night unless you want to kill the whole vibe Damn. So he makes walk-in music. Yeah, was, not, I mean, not, what's popping wasn't not, a walk. What's popping wasn't a walk-in song. It's more of like a mid song though, like midnight song. All right, mid- all right. Enough huff rap convos. Let's talk about good rappers like Future. Whoa. How do you feel about? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't have to listen. We don't have to talk about it. No, wow. I'm just laughing because whoever, <laughs> anybody who listens to us, they just know. <laughs> How much of a fanatic you are about about future all yeah, right let's talk about future yeah because it goes into the point of sales like i said the best uh first week kendrick ever had is six hundred three thousand. 
the best future I ever had was 222,000. It's not really about future. It's about the content of street. Hey, put it this way. If Kendrick doesn't, if he doesn't get in the 700s, you have to be future for Halloween this year. I don't, I don't celebrate Halloween. That's a pagan holiday. I'm a man of God. Do you celebrate Christmas or Easter? No. Do you celebrate your birthday? Not really. But you do. So all of those are pagan holidays. I don't really um, celebrate my, when was the last time you heard me say, oh, Jamal's my birthday. We about to do this. Never in your life. Do you go to 4th of July cookouts? Mm, not really. I mean, I'm trying to think the last time I went to one. The last time I went to one was maybe like 2018, but you know, it was an African event. We're not really celebrating the 4th of July. We're celebrating a nice off day in the summertime. If it you have a girlfriend, are you going to, if you have a girlfriend, are you going to buy her a Valentine's Day gift? I might have to look straight and tell him I'm an African. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> hey man, I don't want to be a part of this society. And then, ingratiate myself with all of these capitalist ideas well i don't give a damn about your beliefs right now this is a bet we're making a bet so my bet is that if he does not get 700 you need to dress like future for halloween i don't i don't celebrate halloween don't you think he's gonna get 700 who kendrick yeah all right well then make the bet no i want something more valuable than that what do i get if i win say what you want make the bet you need to name your firstborn son Dan. No trick. That's too much. <laughs> Why not? Do something else that I can do this year. You might have a seed this year. I'm not having a seed this year. Trust me. You never know, man. God might bless you. Well, I don't. I don't need that right now. Give me like two years, three years. I'll be ready. Come on, man. You ready, man? You growing your dreads back? You ready to be a father? Nah, I, you know what I mean? Just give me like three years, I'll be good. All right, we'll see about that. But that's all I want, man. Nah, make a different bet. Uh, you know what my bet is. I don't think he's going to get 700. Obviously, you don't either. I do. But I just want, because you know, like the basketball player, Midget Mac, Isaiah Thomas, he got his name because his dad lost the bet. I want something like that. I want Well, what if my girl who, says no? Huh? What if my girl says no? It's coming out of her stomach. You, are, are you not the man? Who named you? Is it not your father that gave you your name? My dad gave me my name. Are you telling me that our generation is soft and we can't do that anymore? Yeah, I mean, that's exactly oh what I'm saying. Nigga said he Yeah, what the hell? Can't make girls name something. something. Yes, you can. It's 2022. That shit ain't flying no more. Yes, it is, man. These sisters need to calm down. So I don't know. I don't think she's going to go for the name Dan. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but I just don't think she's going to. That's she'll not how like that's going to fly. She'll like it if you break down the origins. I'm she actually going to try that. I'm actually going to say something and see what she say. Yeah. Let her know the origins of the East Side, man. But um, so, yeah. <laughs> I, I, all right, so, all right. So the bet is on. And if. He doesn't get 700. You have to dress like future. You have to get blonde dread wigs and you have to um, have shades on and you need styrofoam cups and uh, the the and you need the DS2 hat. Oh, Lord. That doesn't sound like fun. 
All right, anyways, what were we talking about before I interrupted us with talking our Talking about the limitations of street rap and why, because of the content, you cannot achieve the same amount of success as the Kendricks, Drakes, J. Coles, the holy trinity of the 2010s hip hop, you know? And is it because we're in the 2010s? When the 2020s and they still the kings. Well, the 2020s, is that the reason why? Because um, in the 90s and 2000s, the street rappers could sell a lot, even though Eminem sold the most. Yeah, they could sell the most, but they also made sure they had singles that were able to market for wider audiences. Like Tupac made California Love. And Dear <laughs> Mama. I love that song. And Dear Mama. Yeah, that wasn't helping to move the units. I'm talking about what was the bangers that the whites were like, or even we got to bump this. Like, I get around. Yeah, like hypnotize. White people love that beat. They yeah. love more money, more problems. Yep. White people love a hard knock life by Jay Z. Kinda. They love it. They don't. I don't ever hear that shit anywhere in the world. They, yeah, because you know, you don't go to the hula hands, man. They go to hula hands. They, do, they like dirt off your shoulders. Yeah, they like that. But they also like, can I get a what, what? And they like Big Pimpin'. Yeah, it's a great beat. They don't like, can I get a what, what? It's too jiggy for them. Black people. Now like they them. do like, because it was in a Rush Hour soundtrack. And they're like, oh, I know this one. Yeah, but they don't be bumping it. We be bumping that shit. At least I do. So when I'm at uh, cookouts with aunties and shit, I play, can I get a what, what? Well, that was the anthem back then. And I mixed it with Get Your Freak On. Well, yeah, they love that. What's the... Oh, don't they love Still Dre? No. They, I think they do. I've seen a white... Oh. I've seen a white comedy before, and they had white girls singing Still Dre. Well, when you say love, I keep thinking... I keep thinking about when I'm out and people are trying to have fun. So I'm sure they love it when they're riding around. But anywhere, if they're trying to have fun, they don't play no damn Still Dre. They, they like it. They like forgot about Dre more than that. Nah, I don't think I don't think you know as much as how much they love. I learned about how much they love it from seeing white girls perform it. You see, this is before it became a cool for white girls to rap on TikTok. This is the two thousands I'm talking about. So that's yeah, what we be... know. Oh, okay. No offense to nobody and nothing against nobody, but I don't be around places where white girls be at. Well, you need to you need to congregate around those settings more. I've never been like you know the black guy that loves white girls. You know, well, nothing against them. I like all women. You have an alias that's perfect for them. I don't want to give the streets your alias, but I mean, you know, nothing. I like all women, you know, but I, you know, I've I was never like a black guy that loves white girls, and I feel like every one of my black guy friends had that phase, including you. I never did, you know what I mean. You, you've liked white girls a lot before. You said it before. Yeah, I've liked all women before. I wasn't one of those brothers that was like, oh, <laughs> white women is where it's at. <laughs> I wasn't one of those, but I was obliging with them. I was riding with them. Shout out to my ODU era, man. I was there a lot. I was there a lot and still didn't, you know. Oh, man. you did. It was different. See, you, you were just visiting. I had to live there. There was some things I had to do, man. When you hungry, you got to live a different way. That's all I'll say. <laughs> hungry. Yeah. He needed that milk. He yeah, needs I mean, some milk. I needed that housing. 
hey, I needed, I needed to be there in the village. But anyways, the limitations of street rap, because it kind of goes into what we were talking about earlier. Young Thug and Gunna, as successful as they are, like I mentioned, they do not have the star power of the Drake, Cole, Kendrick. They don't have the money as those brothers. Do you think that it's a valid reason? Do you think that it's a positive reason why street rap doesn't sell as much like society realizes we shouldn't let this be as popular anymore? Or is it just that these street rappers do not know how to make commercial songs like the previous generations did? I think neither, but the last point you said kind of makes a point. They don't know how to make commercial songs, but also they don't do hmm they don't do traditional rap as good as j cole kendrick and drake and i think that at the end of the of the day when you rap like that people take it more serious and more people are fans of that than the new style of rapping the melodic rapping and um if there was a street rap if kendrick rapped about street stuff it probably definitely wouldn't reach as many people but i think he would be still successful with his skill set and his creativity. He just his subject matter is just positive, but his skills, to me, is what drives his his success. For me, I think the reason why Kendrick is as successful as he is is because of his skill set, because of his creativity, and because of his focus on making albums, events. He's like the only rapper that it's like that because I guess J. Cole tries, but he's just, he doesn't make albums as good as Kendrick. Like with Drake, the event is basically the single. What they decide to say, hey, this is going to be the single of the album. And then when you get the Drake album, it's like, I always wish I wanted more. But with Kendrick, the event is the album. That's why I, I don't know, maybe... The heart part five is going to be on the album, but on the looks of it, maybe there'll be no singles. So the album, we get to appreciate it for what it is. And I think that helps too. And then to be honest, Drake, Kendrick, Cole, they are the last rappers you can say that have a fan base that grew up with them before the streaming era. They got the college era fan base that got to grow up with them and become successful people in the business force. And then they got to get the young kids that were positive or didn't want to listen to street rap like my neighbor's son. He doesn't want to hear that negative rap, but he did say his favorite rapper was Lil Durk. Mm, and, he, and he said he doesn't like the Lil Durk, no auto Durk op rap he likes his uh sensitive stuff does he like perkio no i don't think he likes the imitation hmm. so he likes little dirt but he supposedly doesn't like negative gangster rap that yeah not sense. the he doesn't like the street raps by little dirt hmm. i think he likes his melodic stuff like he likes when he fell to his knees exactly exactly and like the songs for his girl you know that stuff hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I think with street rap, I think that the reason why it doesn't sell as much is because the street rappers are not as good as they used to be. 
we we went from talking about Jay Z, Biggie, Tupac level, even Fifty Cent, DMX, to now what we have. And not saying that these rappers are bad, but like you said, they are not traditional rappers. That's why I think the only person that maybe can get to that level is Little Baby, because Little Baby, you already know his next album is going to do more than what Future did, because I think My Turn did 196,000 the first week. So, and that was 2020. So whatever the next Little Baby album is, that album is going to go stupid. It might do like 250,000 the first week. But even that, like I was saying, that's not a high level compared to what the other guys do. Like, for example, there's rumors that Drake and The Weeknd just signed new deals with Universal ranging between 400 and 500 million. Hmm. Ain't no street rapper ever getting that deal. The Weeknd did that too? Yeah. Some boys in Canada, man. Yeah, they're the kings. Canadian invasion. You think... The weekend was performing at the Super Bowl and he's not a megastar. Yeah, he's gonna get those numbers. And I know she wants the best for me. Whoa. Did you listen to his last album? No. Me neither. I heard that the one with the big face? Yeah, with the old man. Oh, oh nah. I heard how 80s and fucking Stranger Things it sounded. <laughs> so no, I didn't listen to that. Damn. Have you ever listened to a weekend album? I listened to Starboy. Yeah, that's the last one I listened to. And of course, House of Balloons. Yeah, that had VCU on lock. Yeah, that's a mixtape. That had that had all colleges on lock, but that's a point that goes into what I'm saying. They grew up with him too. Yeah. If you blew up as an artist between 2010 and 2012. Like Big Sean. Yeah, no. <laughs> Big Sean was before. He's a Wale. Remember, they were like the end of the 2000s. They were kind of too early. Big Sean got saved because he was on good music and, you know, had access to Kanye, no ID. And of course, he made hits on his own, too. It's not like they, they, they made him everything for him, but it's just he had a machine that was able to work with him. Wale's machine... He was able to help him out. He has a successful career, but not to the level of the other guys. Yeah, but Mark yeah, like, couldn't help him as much. You said who? Mark Ronson couldn't help him as much. Yeah, yeah. Well, he got dropped from Interscope after one album. So <laughs> then he went to, you know, Atlantic and he had a successful career. And then, you know, now he's on Warner Brothers doing his thing. But that's with, all, folks. Then you think it's over? I seen an article. When I think of Warner Brothers, I think of Looney Tunes. Oh, nice. See, I didn't even catch that. I saw this article about how Broccoli City Fest, he performed and he brought a lot of rappers on stage with him. That sounded nice. You know what's crazy? I didn't even know that shit was over the weekend until like Sunday night when I saw people <laughs> posting it. I was like, oh, snap, this giant was happening? Like, Yeah, I knew it was happening because everybody I knew that had a ticket was trying to sell their ticket. <laughs> yeah, I just... You know what I mean? Shout out to Broccoli Fest. It, you know, it didn't look bad, but to it was me... It was just bad weather. It didn't look bad at all, but it just seems like 
yeah it was kind of to me it just seemed underwhelming the fact that it didn't have everybody on lock it was a rainy weekend i think i'm just saying i, I feel like even if it wasn't raining like i just didn't know it was happening maybe that's had an event to dj right yeah but maybe how did that go by the way it was dope it was a lot of uh beautiful women in there um they had on a lot of see-through stuff. It was nice. Nice. They everybody looked nice. They had on they all black. You know what I'm saying? The girl, she's from Maryland. So, you know, like when I was playing go-go, you know, it definitely turned the party upside down. And it was fun. You know what I mean? She kept me um full of Casamigos and I enjoyed myself. Did you go with your weed carrier? I don't smoke weed. So you did not have a, a carrier with you? No, nah, I went dolo. Oh, whoa, that's old school. I do that a lot. Sometimes people pull up on me, but I went dolo. The reason why I asked was because I was wondering if the place where you were DJing was like an outdoor event. So I was going to ask, how did the weather affect? The- nah, we was upstate. We was on a rooftop, but it was like indoor. Like it had like a big wraparound balcony that you could see through the windows, but um, it was indoors. Had a pool table and all that in there. It was pretty dope, dope. I think Broccoli Fest was low because the weather was bad. But hey, maybe people wasn't that excited by the set list or what? Well, I don't know. Maybe the where was the venue at? Isn't it at RFK? Oh, I guess. I don't know. It's not from saying nobody cared. <laughs> well, you know me. I don't go outside, bro, unless I have like, to. I feel like people from other states go to Made in America, even though that's like, out of all the festivals I went to, that's the wackest one. But I feel like people ain't pressed to come to Broccoli City. Maybe they need to change the name. Why is it called Broccoli City? I don't know, because they smoke broccoli? I don't know. Maybe they trying to to teach people to eat healthy. Jaron Jackson loves files. Hey man, he's an aggressive young man. He just really dove, tried to dive under Steph Curry. On the last episode of The Last Dan, I finally put out my list of the top five best perimeter defenders. Or was it here? Drew Holiday. Yeah, Drew Holiday was number one on my list, and he proved it tonight. He definitely proved it tonight. That was a crazy ending. Yeah, shout out to Marcus Smart. He did it on him, too, at the end. Flat balls. That brother was flopping. Did you see how yeah, like he blocked him and threw the ball off of him and then stole the ball from him? Yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> against, the, against the defensive player of the year. I just sent you the picture. Look how Marcus Smart is trying to flop. He's disgusting with it. Is he the Joker right now with his hair stuff? Whoa, I respect that. You got to <laughs> fly was, in the air sometimes. He's a sick flopper, man. Damn, he's high in the air. <laughs> that's crazy oh lord but yeah street rap <laughs> hey man I hope who's everyone... the most successful street rapper little baby right now yes and then Dirk well I guess technically right now would be future because he has the number one song and album in America but yes little baby is coming he's the real king 
Yeah, so it's Future and Lil Baby because Dirk's album didn't do what Future's did. Nah, yeah, 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 it didn't. It didn't do much. Did it sell like a hundred thousand in the first week? Yeah, it did. Okay, that's good. Yeah, it's it was the best. Let me see. What's this album called? Seventy two twenty. Yeah, something like that. Excuse me. Yep, it got one hundred twenty thousand five hundred the first week. <laughs> Excuse me. That's good, but yeah, it wasn't that. It wasn't a good album. Did you like it? I don't really remember it. Yeah, let's you know it's not. But it wasn't good. bad though when I listened to it. Yeah, yeah, let's you know it wasn't that good either. He just always goes in a different direction on his albums. He gets very sentimental. He doesn't just do like bangers like how Future did. Future has a lot of bangers that you can play at parties. Future's a party guy. It's funny. Like he does street shit, but he also does party music. What's your definition of banger though? Because I was party, talking party songs. See, I was talking to Bafo, shout out B, and he his definition was bangers was just shit he really likes. Cause he bangers doesn't like we were talking about the future album and he doesn't like it as much. Because he said it didn't have enough bangers. And I was saying, oh, but I was naming like the up-tempo songs. And he was like, nah, my definition of bangers was like, he liked the more, the the slower songs, the mid-tempo joints. To me, bangers is something you can play around a lot of people. And people are going to be able to enjoy the music. And, um, enjoy, and enjoy themselves. Like, we just want to um, get high and misogyny those are bangers to me for him love you better and wait for you, are <laughs> yeah, you yeah. i like that song but and the way things going back to basics those were the bangers. to me bangers is like the equivalent it's like a music blockbuster like how a movie is a blockbuster like a good movie doesn't have to be a blockbuster yeah so a banger to me is like a musical blockbuster he also told me that the punk album is better than uh, Future's album. Mm. So I told Shout him. Shout out to B. Yeah, I told him that I thought that album was huff. And I, but because I respect Bafo's opinion, I'm going to listen to punk again. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah, so I'll let you know how I feel about that album next week. But I don't think it'll change that much. Bounce, 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 bounce. Did you listen to Katronata's album with IDK? No. I feel like they, they made that album for you. They have an album together? Yeah, EP. Why is, why is IDK on it? What do you mean, why is he on it? He needs the rep. I want to hear Katronata without IDK. I want to hear Katronata with R&B people. But he likes working with rappers, too. Or Mac, or Mac Homney when he was rapping in Haitian. The, the EP is called Simple. Some people think that um, they, a lot of people are, for some reason, they're confused why IDK, like why like companies and shit like him a lot. Who, IDK? Yeah. Because he's a positive young man. The album, or the EP, however you want to call it, it's called Simple after Simple City in D.C. Simp, Simp, Simp City. The Circle, the Ave. Yeah, I thought, I thought he was from Maryland. Well, whatever. So can you name five Kendrick uh, influence rappers? Um, IDK, JID, Kenny <laughs> Mason, Logic, 
Skinny Mason, Angelic Angel. Yeah, and okay. Angela Kudrat, J. Cole. I named five. J. Cole. Yeah. No, he's not. He is inspired by Kendrick. No, tomorrow his, his he doesn't sound like Kendrick. I thought you said name five people inspired by Kendrick. Or that five rappers that sound like him. You basically got everybody right except for J. Cole. That's funny. Is JID? Is that what he's known? Is that what JID's known for? Yeah. I feel like he sounds too much like Kendrick. Hey man, he's trying his best. That's I don't think stop rapping in that voice in that certain type but of that's accent. His voice. But the way they do their accent, it sounds just like Kendrick. <laughs> hey man. Like, come on, bro. You can't make it doing that. Stop. You're never gonna make it if you do that. He's from zone six. That's how he sounds, man. But if you do it, do it. That's not going to work, bro. You can't do it. That's crazy that. Oh, yeah. Isaiah Rashad. Damn, that's crazy that Kendrick has clones. That's not crazy. That's just a form of how you have influence. If you're a great artist for a long period of time, there's going to be people that want to sound like you. That's I guess I say it's crazy that they like sound so much like him. But I guess Future has the same thing. He's the only other person I can name because I don't think nobody tries to be like Drake. Uh, well, I think people have tried, but maybe yeah, fail miserably. They fail miserably. It's easier. To, Jack Harlow, he's the white Drake. It's easier to sound like Future and Kendrick. What about Young Thug? He used to have a lot of kids. A lot of people like using Gunner's flow. I think Young Thug still probably got kids. Maybe they're just not as popular anymore. Cardi had a few kids. Yeah. It's just the game, man. I'm waiting for Travis Scott to come back out. Well, uh, Puff Daddy said that he made sure that Travis performs at some award show. Take that, take that. Because he's trying to uncancel the cancel. I think it's funny that Puff Daddy thinks he can trick people by saying, I have a new R&B label. Come sign to me. Like, I don't think nobody forgot. <laughs> like, nobody's coming there. Why this not? Like, Love Records. This is, a, this is a very, this is a very indie kind of R&B um, atmosphere these days. Well, that's think- why Puff Daddy thinks this lane is ready for me to take over and I can find the next crop of talent like I did back in the days, cultivating Mary J. Blige, Faith, 112 total. Jodeci. Yeah, he's like, hey, I can do that again because, Usher. yeah, nobody can deny that Puff Daddy, Brother Love, whatever he's calling himself, he's one of the best musical minds of all time. He's one of the best producers of all time. And he is going to make a great album. I saw that he was teasing a song months ago with The Weeknd on it. He already knows what to do. I'm going to get the biggest niggas because I can't because I'm Puff Daddy. Love Records. Are you going to sign on? <laughs> Why'd you laugh? I just think him and Birdman are going to have some trouble trying to sign people. Well, Birdman more than him. Birdman really got himself out of there. Birdman? <laughs> hey, man. It's finally over. Yeah, after three decades, it's okay. He still makes money off Nicki Minaj. Me and Drake in business for life. Yeah, man. And and Wayne, that's his son, so don't ask him about that. Well, you know, Wayne, you know. 
But he's, hey. doing his, he's doing his victory laps these days. He's not really. So do you think Puff Daddy was smart to sign another deal with a major label? Or should he have just done it independently since he's almost a billionaire? Uh, it depends how much it costs or how much money he could have raised. But I just think, you know, he's older. It's over for him. Just like... <laughs> Like Missy, she's not really around these days. Well, yeah, because you know, for a woman, you can't, it's not the same. And Mike Myers, who made Awesome Powers, he's not around these days. Whoa, Adam what, Sandler, what's the correlation with that? Adam Sandler, he he be what? doing like a lot of Netflix movies. Yeah, now. he's about to have a new one. He's playing a basketball scout for the 76ers, and Queen Latifah's his baby boo. Is it a Netflix movie? Yeah, you know it. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's where they at now. Everybody from the 90s is over for you. Like you're not gonna restore you're not gonna be able to do what you did back then now, i respect adam sandler for making queen latifah his baby boo that was that's gangster i mean i respect adam sandler in general but diddy you're it's you're not gonna have the hottest um r&b singer and i don't think you're gonna have like a very hot r&b label and that's no disrespect you're a legend and you cannot talk about hip-hop without mentioning you period is he a great producer I guess technically. Um, yeah, because he probably told people say it like this and say it like that. Yeah, he so, did. Yeah. So yeah, he's a great. I've read before that Biggie used to get annoyed by recording around Puffy because Puffy would really try to produce him and he didn't like that. Like, nigga, I just want to say my bars and get out of here. Yeah, I think he's a great producer and he uh it's a good director. Well, what movie did he shoot? He directed Outcast video. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I forgot, I was thinking about movies, but yeah, music, yeah, music videos that counts too. And he influenced Kanye and Pusha T. Yeah, with the flavor in your ear video. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he shot the video, but yeah. But um, yeah. I just you know you're from the '90s. It's gonna be hard for you, buddy. Jay Z knows how to bounce around and do stuff but a lot of those people don't have like like the whole record label shit that's hard to do yeah you know? I mean, even the weekend and drake just re-signed the universal they could have went independent and did their own thing but they said nah we like the machine mm-hmm. it works for them yeah. just, like, just like jay-z when he signed a 360 it worked mm-hmm. for them. yeah like yeah a 360 isn't bad if you know how to make money and everything like those guys do if you're a guy that I think uh, QC was known for putting people in 360s, that's why you would see their artists in a lot of commercials or Yachty was doing movies. Little Baby got uh, commercials fast. I don't know. I'm just assuming because record labels are more random. We don't really know the contracts. Little so Baby I- had a commercial? He had a Foot Locker commercial? Yeah, he's yeah, he just had a beats commercial with John Moran. Oh yeah, I saw those pictures. I didn't know those are real. Yeah, it's real. I've seen it on TV a few times. You don't watch enough playoff basketball, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I watch it when today's teams are playing, not when the ugly ass Heat or the disgusting ass Sixers are playing. That's one game. What about the other? Oh, you don't like the Maverick Sun series? It's cool. I like seeing Luka Doncic throw the temper tantrums all night. 
Yeah, it's bald. That little nigga got a bad attitude. Whoa, he's six seven, six yeah, eight. But he's young. So he's, a little, so he's a little nigga. Hi. When he dunks on you, what are you gonna do about it? Take a picture with him afterwards, ask for his autograph. It's embarrassing. And ask him to uh, teach me bad words in uh, his language. Oh, Lord. Millennials. I'll trip that nigga, man. Yeah, right. He'll dunk on you and turn around three in your face. Mm-mm. I'm going to jab him in his stomach. He ain't doing nothing. Well, him and the Jokic brothers are going to come get you. Hey, tell him to come find me. First thing, oh, Second Amendment, I got the strap. Oh, sorry. No, I don't. Rico charge. But um y'all chabasukaflos, what you got? Go ahead. I was gonna say, man, you know, it was a nice little little shindig we did here today. Yeah, 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 yeah. We out. Say no to drugs, kids. Don't join gangs. We out.